Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. In today's story, we'll talk about the town of Goldfield. This podcast was written and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. If you find yourself driving east out of Victor on County Road 81, the road will swing to the northeast and you will see the historic town of Goldfield on the right while the Teresa Mine and the Vindicator Loop is on your left. I love visiting Victor and the old mines on its outskirts, so I've spent plenty of time driving by Goldfield and wondering about its history. But recently, while doing research for another episode, I came across a couple of articles about Goldfield in its heyday. These articles were in Cripple Creek's newspaper, The Morning Times, in the January 1st, 1899 edition. The first article, found on page 11, has its title proudly emblazoned in capital serif letters, City of Gold, ambitious young aspirant for county seat honors, its surprising growth astonishes all. Three subheadings follow. Young city that has grown to 5,000 inhabitants. Heaviest tonnage in the district. Almost two-thirds of the ore is shipped from its yards. The article opens with... Goldfield is the wonder of the Cripple Creek District. She is one of the wonders of this wonderful state. So rapid has been her growth and so quietly has prosperity come upon her that even the average citizen of the Cripple Creek District has no conception to the extent to which this has attained. The ore tonnage is double that of any other section of the district. The mines in and around Goldfield are now among the heaviest of the district. They are the bonanzas of the district. The article describes the neighboring mines, then referencing the F and CC Railroad goes on to say, The freight yards of the Florence and Cripple Creek are located here, and the enormous trackage is sufficient to give ample facilities to the transportation of all the ore that comes from the Bull Hill and Battle Mountain properties. Talking about the growth of Goldfield, the article describes, In whichever direction one may look, there are in the course of erection large buildings, many of them for mercantile purposes. The article describes Goldfield's already robust electric light plant that was at the time being expanded, including into a town that was once a drinking place for man and beast between Altman and Victor. In reference to Goldfield's incoming monies, the article states, Capital, under the directing hand of Messrs. Moffat and Smith, has done this much. It has taken a hamlet of a few cabins occupied by miners and made it a city of large proportions, funded with every modern facility, and contemplates even greater achievement in the future. A large hotel, soon to be erected, is a matter of a few months. As to the location and commute to work, the article states, By her fast suburban service, Goldfield is within a few minutes ride of any portion of the district, and persons having legal business to transact would not be hampered by a loss of time or the expenditure of money, as is now the case when one transacts business with the county at the present county seat. And before closing this portion of the article and moving on to a description of Goldfield's mines, 
This portion of the article states, Goldfield, as before stated, has plenty of good water, a natural drainage which makes the city healthful, and plenty of light. And in addition to this, she has many fine homes and hundreds of neat cottages dot the hillside. The following article in the paper is titled, Through Eastern Eyes, Flattering Statements About Goldfield Now Being Published by the Eastern Press. It opens with, Not long since, the National Editorial Association visited the district and Goldfield was written up in thousands of papers over the country. The matter that was furnished the editors will bear repetition for it succinctly sets forth the advantages of Goldfield. Under the subheading, As a Residence Town, the article describes Goldfield in this way. In no spirit of bombast, nor with the mere words of the man with real estate to sell, we do not hesitate to say that Goldfield is a beau ideal place for a home. Situated in the richest part of the richest gold camp in the world, and a mining town itself, it yet differs from the usual acceptation of the term in that it is a city of homes. The familiar rough shanty of the average western mining town and its narrow, muddy, squalid streets are here replaced by well-kept lawns and neat and comfortable residences. Under the subheading, Civilized and Cultured, the article says, Although out west, the wild and woolly part as pictured by eastern people is a fable so far as Goldfield is concerned. The people are law-abiding, progressive, hospitable, and cultured. The same libraries to be found in the homes of Boston are to be found in the homes of Goldfield. Pious-minded and church-going people can find in Goldfield all the opportunities to be found elsewhere. And under the subheading, Educational Facilities, the article continues, Particular and careful attention is paid to the education of the rising generation and Goldfield can boast of as good schools and as competent teachers as are to be found anywhere in the country. Parents can bring their children here with no fear that they will be without the advantages of securing as good an education as elsewhere. According to this newspaper, The Morning Times, at the beginning of 1899, Goldfield was a comfortable and lawful bedroom community with an easy commute to the nearby mines and businesses. It was a wholesome family oasis amid rougher communities. Because of Goldfield, people could come to work in the Gold District with the assurance that their families would be safe, well-educated, and spiritually fulfilled. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And if you find yourself moving somewhere for work, have a look around where you're going, and you'll probably find a nice place for you and your family. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midlands.